Pamela Scott's store to close. Article by Suzanne Pender. High-profile fashion retailer Pamela Scott this week announced it is to close half of its stores across the country, including its outlet in Fairgreen Shopping Centre, Carlow. As trading conditions deteriorated due to the COVID-19 crisis, the company took the decision to close 13 of its stores, including other outlets in Cork City, Dublin, Limerick and Gorey. Stores in Clonmel, Mullingar, Castlebar, Waterford, Newbridge, Wexford, Ennis, Letterkenny, Middleton, Athlone, Navan and Kilkenny will continue to trade. Provisional liquidators have been appointed by the High Court to two related companies that operate 13 fashion retail stores. The firms are Arzac Developments, which operates 10 of the Pamela Scott stores, and Richard Allen, which has three stores. The two firms are owned by Flairline Fashion and employ 104 people. Seeking the winding up orders, the firm said that in recent years they have experienced a challenging environment due to changes in customer shopping habits and increases in operating costs. However, their difficulties have been exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic and the firms are now insolvent and cannot continue to trade. The court appointed Eamon Richardson and Ian Barrett of KPMG as joint provisional liquidators to Richard Allen & Co and Arzac Developments. Both companies were reliant on Flairline for ad- administration, financial and business support and could no longer rely on these services as financial conditions deteriorated, the court heard. The directors of Flairline are all members of the Barron family. After appointing the provisional liquidators, the judge adjourned the cases to a date in November. In a statement, Pamela Scott said that the restructuring would help to secure 90 jobs and its online operations would be unaffected. It said that gift vouchers, credit notes, loyalty cards and deposits will not be affected by the closures. It is devastating to have to close shops and lay off staff, but these are extraordinary times that required extraordinary measures said Managing Director Richard Barron. He said the move was necessary to protect the livelihoods of our remaining 90 employees. Virtual Marathon in aid of Aisht. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Runners and walkers will take to the footpaths and lanes around Carlow this week when they take part in a fundraiser in aid of Aisht Cancer Support Centre. Up to 100 people will either walk or run a total of 42.2 kilometres throughout this week in a bid to raise funds for the Carlow-based organisation. The participants will complete their marathon efforts ahead of a virtual Dublin City Marathon taking place on Sunday. The idea of inviting people to run or walk the length of a marathon came about after Theresa Kelly, a seasoned runner herself, wanted to raise funds for Aisht. Teresa lost her husband Paul on the 15th of August to cancer at the age of 49. The Kelly family got great emotional support from Aisht since Paul was first diagnosed in May last year. So Teresa wanted to acknowledge the brilliant work that the Aisht counsellors do. She first became aware of the Aisht Centre through her friend Leona Tynan, whose daughter Chantelle was treated for a rare cancer after hundreds of thousands of euro was raised for her to receive treatment in America. 
Aisht is a really important part of dealing with cancer, whether it's the person themselves or their family. It's really important to talk about and to get help to cope with it all. They provide an amazing service, Teresa explained. Teresa has run the Dublin City Marathon twice, but due to Paul's illness couldn't commit to it this year. She wanted to repay the Aisht organisation for all the help that the family received, and so she teamed up with the Tynans to organise a virtual marathon. Up to 100 of her friends will either walk or run 42.2 kilometres this week. People can run or walk it, and they have all week to do it. That's the beauty of it, Teresa smiled. If you'd like to donate money by sponsoring a runner, or would like to take part, give Teresa a call on 87 Cost of leasing social houses soars by 20%. The average cost of leasing social housing shot up by over 20% for Carlow County Council in a 12-month period. According to new figures, the average annual cost of leasing a building under the social leasing programme for the council rose from €6,152 in 2018 to €7,455 in 2019. €787,285 was spent on leasing homes by Carlow County Council in 2019. Secure housing for six homeless people. Six formerly homeless people have been given secure housing in Carlow in the last two years. According to recently released figures, six Carlow tenancies were created under the Government's Housing First scheme in 2019 and the first half of 2020. Housing First enables homeless individuals with high levels of complex needs to obtain permanent secure accommodation, with the provision of intensive housing and health supports to help them maintain their tenancies. Cannabis Plants Seized The Drugs Unit in Carlow searched a house in the town on Saturday and €800 Euro worth of cannabis plants were seized. Investigations are ongoing. Burglars Steal Strimmer Gardaí are appealing for information in relation to the burglary of an outhouse over the weekend. A red garden strimmer was taken from a shed in Gary Hill, Munavyug, between 5pm on Saturday and 9am on Sunday. Contact Bagnallstown Garda Station with any information. 46 new Covid cases found in Carlow in the last three days. Article by Michael Tracy. There has been a sudden rise in COVID-19 in recent days, as the county prepares to enter further lockdown restrictions. The most recent figures show 46 new cases in Carlow in the last three days. There have been around 85 cases in the last two weeks in Carlow. The Carlow rate of COVID-19 149.3 per 100,000 is still below the national average of 251. Carlow remains among the counties with the lowest rate of COVID-19, but it's evident that the virus is rising significantly in every county in Ireland. 
The Nationalist understands that no significant outbreaks of COVID-19 have been reported in local nursing homes. The testing centre in Tin Ryland continues to test over 100 people every day, Monday to Saturday. According to the most recent figures, the vast majority of new cases in the county are being reported in Carlow Town and surrounding areas in the Carlow Local Electoral Area, the LEA. 24 cases were reported in the 14-day period between the 29th of September to the 12th of October. The Bagnallstown LEA has seen 10 cases in the same period. The Tullow LEA is the lowest in the county, with just 5 cases. Buildings light up in memory of little ones. Article by Suzanne Pender. A number of prominent Carlow buildings embraced a wave of light last Thursday evening to remember those touched by the tragedy of baby loss, while giving bereaved parents an opportunity to talk about their precious babies. Carlow County Council and St Clare's Church in Greg Cullen both lit up in pink and blue to mark the 15th of October, becoming part of the global wave of light in memory of babies. As Mayor, I am delighted to be associated with this initiative, said Councillor Fergal Brown. Carlow County Council offices participated this year, and thanks to Eamon Brophy and Paul Curran for their help in this regard. St Clare's Church Grey Cullen also lit up last Thursday, in memory of all the babies who lit up our lives for such a short time. The charity, Felacon, Stillbirth and Neonatal Death Association of Ireland is the national charity supporting families affected by perinatal loss and October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. Councillor Brian gets the right answer. Article by Suzanne Pender. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue secured the ultimate vote of approval last weekend when he got down on bended knee to ask his number one for her hand in marriage. A surprised but elated Miriam Shannon from Tullow delivered a resounding yes, and the relieved Rathvilly councillor was deemed elected to his newly minted role as fiancé. Asked which was more nerve-wracking, facing the County Carlow electorate or winning over the lovely Miriam, Brian was in no doubt. It was the hardest vote to win. Popping the question definitely was more nerve-wracking, he laughed. Scenic St Mullins was the location for the beautiful proposal, whereas fictitious special distance coffee with friends turned into a memorable moment for the two by the water's edge. She had no idea, said Brian. It took a while to convince her to come down to the water for a selfie, but I eventually did, and that was it. I said a few things, then got down on one knee. It was brilliant, he smiled. We're just enjoying being engaged for now, and after a while we'll start making plans, Brian added. Words of comfort as new lockdown looms. Article by Michael Tracy. We are in this together. We are doing this for one another. As Carlow and Ireland enter further restrictions this week that will cause upheaval across society, Bishop of Kildare and Lachlan, Dennis Nulty, offered some words of comfort. The government is set to place the country in level 5 restrictions, 
which would bring large sectors of the country to a halt. Many thousands of Carlo people face losing their jobs, at least temporarily. Life doesn't stop, but COVID has taken the foundation out of all the structure of our lives, whether it's church, civic society, the voluntary or business community. Everybody is affected, said Bishop Nulty. The mantra holds true. We are in this together. The people of Carlow have done really well in holding the line. Let's keep it like that. Bishop Nulty said that people needed to mind their mental health, particularly in the coming weeks. We all try to work very strictly within guidelines and hold tight. We are doing this for one another. There is no other agenda in town except to care and protect people from COVID. Increased restrictions are expected to hit the hospitality sector and retail the hardest. Fairgreen Shopping Centre Manager John Brophy expressed sympathy with the many shop workers who face more upset after a year of turmoil. You see the impact on employees who worked in the various shops, how difficult it was first to be laid off. Then they came back with those nerves about doing so. Then, when it seemed that things are relatively back to normal, you're faced again with the prospect of being off work again. All of that must be very difficult to people. During the first lockdown, just four businesses at the centre were open, but Mr Brophy is hopeful that more businesses could trade this time, with the government expected to deem more retail businesses essential. If Carlo shops have an online presence, Mr Brophy appealed for people to check websites first, before going to the likes of Amazon. Another group who are facing heartache are engaged couples, who have been on tenterhooks recently about whether their wedding day could go ahead. A level 4 or 5 restriction would see a wedding celebration go from 25 to 6 people in attendance. My heart goes out to those who have planned a wedding, rearranged and rescheduled, and now they are back to six people, said Bishop Nulty. That includes a celebrant, the couple themselves, the best man and bridesmaids. Then they have to look who they will leave out, whether it's a father or mother. It's very, very hard for people. Funerals under level five would see just ten people attend. Bishop Nulty said some large families are already facing difficulties with funerals of 25 under the current Level 3 restrictions. All schools are set to remain open, including third-level institutes under Level 4 or 5. Vice President of Carlow College, Helen Marr, said it had been operating under Level 4 guidelines since the start of the academic year. All tutorials and lectures are taking place online, with staff trained to deliver live lectures online. We do not expect to have any significant changes to this approach when the increased nationwide restrictions are announced, as we are already operating online, said Ms. Marr. County benefits by €140,000 under scheme. Article by Suzanne Pender. Locations throughout County Carlow have benefited to the tune of almost €140,000 under the latest Town and Village Renewals Scheme. A total of €40,000 was granted for the development of a public space at Potato Market Carlow called the Carlow Exchange. 
Tullow will receive almost €22,000 for upgrades to street furniture. Ballinkillen has secured over €32,000 for the development of its community centre, which will act as a remote working hub. Carrick Duff has been granted €21,330 to upgrade the local playground and picnic area, while Rathana and Newtown will benefit from €24,000 to install video conferencing and IT equipment. Deputy Jennifer Murnain O'Connor welcomed the provision of €139,995 to communities in Carlow for public infrastructure improvements. The funding is being delivered under the accelerated measure of the Town and Village Renewal Scheme as part of the July stimulus, with a further 137 rural towns and villages benefiting from €4.3 million in funding to help them adjust to COVID-19 restrictions. This funding will allow practical improvements to be carried out that will benefit communities in Carlow and will enhance the local amenities available to them, said Deputy Murnane O'Connor. The development of the Carlow Exchange public space is an exciting project for everyone living in Carlow Town and I am excited to see the project completed, she added. I am delighted that this funding is now available to help make improvements across our county. These funds are available immediately and work can begin within the coming weeks, she concluded. Marquee at 25 Dublin Street, hit with enforcement notice. Article by Suzanne Pender. An enforcement notice has been served on a temporary structure at 25 Dublin Street, Carlow, forcing the owner to remove it. The controversial site has been the subject of lengthy legal proceedings over the past four years following the abrupt demolition of 25 Dublin Street over a bank holiday weekend in October 2016. A subsequent High Court ruling deemed the demolition unlawful and site owner Joseph Germain, trading as Slaney Gio Limited, was ultimately requested to rebuild the original property using the services of a conservation architect. However, things took a further twist in recent weeks following the nationwide move to Level 3 COVID-19 restrictions. In order to continue trading, Slaney Geo Limited, which also operates the nearby Clink Boutique Hotel, erected a marquee at 25 Dublin Street and began using it as an outdoor dining area. The move sparked a lot of debate on social media, with some supporting the effort to keep businesses trading and others questioning the judgment of using the site, given the huge upset its demolition had caused. Councillor Adrian Wallace raised the matter at last week's meeting of Carlow County Council. She stated that while COVID-19 has been tough on businesses and stressed the need to keep people working, she didn't think it was fair on other people who do follow the rules for them to use a site that wasn't meant to be demolished. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue described it as a very sensitive issue, a business that employs almost 40 people at a time when people want to keep working. I don't think we should be seen as coming down hard on people, people who are trying to keep jobs going, families going and businesses afloat, he stated. Director of Services Michael Rainey 
confirmed that Carlow County Council had served an enforcement notice on 25 Dublin Street on Friday the 9th of October, asking the property owner to take down the temporary structure and put it out of use within four weeks. Mr Rainey accepted that it was a sensitive issue. I would ask property owners considering outdoor dining areas to engage with the council rather than erecting structures and hoping for the best, said Mr Rainey. Councillor John Casson asked for an update on the rebuilding of 25 Dublin Street and questioned the delay. Councillor Fergal Brown remarked that within two court cases the ruling had been in the council's favour and he too urged the owner to rebuild the property as soon as possible. Mr Rainey confirmed that a conservation architect had been engaged by the council early this year, but no plan for the rebuilding of 25 Dublin Street was finalised. I'm not sure why, but despite numerous requests from ourselves, the plans were not finalised. We are now seeking an alternative conservation architect, Mr Rainey stated.